About 30 years ago, there was a great book written that described something that was very much on the mind of the American people. In 1991, Tom Clancy released a great book called The Sum of All Fears. We also had a movie made on that book in 2002. This was an American spy movie that was based on Tom Clancy's book. It was a story about a potential nuclear war between the United States and Russia suddenly escalating because of somebody initiating that. And the whole story was about trying to disrupt that triggering event to spark a nuclear war between Russia and the United States. Now, at the time that Clancy wrote that book, this likely was the sum of all fears. It was uh, a great fear uh, throughout the Cold War that the United States and Russia would indeed escalate and face a very cataclysmic nuclear war. And if that happened, of course, we had mutually assured destruction as a deterrent. So that if one country launched a missile to uh, attack the other country, then there would be immediate reciprocity and there would be a guarantee of mutual destruction of both sides. And apparently that worked because we never did have a nuclear war. But now we live in different times and in 2021, we are facing a whole new enemy. And I know that we can think about Russia and now even more so China being uh, great threats to America and our sovereignty. Um, we are in a totally different kind of war. And we have been oppressed, and the war has already begun, and this is a war from a domestic enemy, not from an external enemy in a far-off land, but we have a domestic enemy, which is the current government uh, under the Biden regime, and they have attacked us, and as a result of this attack, look at what we have faced we have faced a complete demise, a destruction already of America as we know it. And we are now confronted what they have pushed in their narrative as the so-called new normal, only it's anything but normal. And they are trying to get us to accept the fact that our loss of freedom is now the norm. I don't buy into that nonsense, but if it's the end of America, as we know it, that worries us most, and I'm really not sure how many this applies to because there seem to be so many people who accept this fact, but if you are one of those who are worrying about the overtaking of America by a communist or at least a socialist and Marxist regime, well, it might actually be a justified concern. But I would say that in this present day and age, we actually have a new fear, and I would call it the sum of all fears. And the sum of all fears really in this day and age is a still sleeping American giant. The real threat is here, and it is now. 
we have a very deadly domestic enemy who is overtly attacking our republic. Remember, we are no longer a free republic. A free republic elects a president. Joe Biden has not been elected. Joe Biden is an incompetent human being with moderately advanced dementia with not a clue to what he is doing, but he is a puppet and he is serving likely under the puppet master whom I believe the puppet master in chief is Obama, simply because of his stated wishes to serve a third term. And I believe that he is instrumental in this. The real threat is here and now and this domestic enemy continues to attack us. I believe it was a week or two ago on this radio show that I emphasized that the coup tactics would be escalating, and they do continue to escalate. No, they're not as severe as what's happening in Australia and in other parts of Europe, perhaps, but that's only because the American citizen is still armed. The world is watching us. The world is watching the light of liberty reign in Lady Liberty's torch. And the world does not like what it is seeing. I believe that if anybody fears the sleeping American giant, it would be people in other parts of the world, because if America goes down, then there goes the world's hope of liberty. So they don't like what they see. And much like it was in World War II, when we had a time where the World War II was already declared, but America refused to join the war. We were hesitant. We were somewhat isolationist. And it took the striking of our fleet, our naval fleet in Pearl Harbor, to finally awaken the sleeping giant. And I have to keep asking myself, what is it going to take to awaken, once again, the sleeping giant? But I'm really concerned because it seems to me that the giant uh, appears to be really heavily sedated and perhaps close to being comatose. And I don't understand why that is. America right now is seemingly anesthetized, but by what? By disbelief? Do we not believe what is happening before our eyes? Do we think we're in some kind of a dream or nightmare and we're going to wake up one day and everything is going to return to normal? Well, perhaps. But there's another large group of people, I believe, in America who seem to be just giving up and feeling a hopelessness that they have never felt before. And that is very, very sad. Complacency? How much does this contribute to the sleeping giant? We seem to be in our comfort zone. We have lived there and we live in our little boxes and we don't want to be disrupted. We want life to continue going on in our own uh, mind, what we consider normal, we want that to continue forever. And we keep hoping for it because we don't want our comfort to be disrupted. But all of this, whatever it is, whether it is disbelief, hopelessness, 
complacency, it all sums up to one thing, a full-blown defeat of the American way of life. And we have already lost much of it, but this is only the beginning. I hate to say that. I am not happy with what I see. But much like it was in World War II, we are still asleep. And how long will it be before we finally decide to join the fight? But remember, this is a completely whole new kind of war. But it is happening. The coup tactics are escalating. There is ever more uh, ever more oppression and pressure being put on us, there are increasing threats. We are beginning to feel in real life the little aspects of a dystopian society where people live miserably and unwillingly serve the wealthy elites. Don't think that this is not happening already. Either we wake up or we may as well let the Hunger Games begin for real, because that is exactly what is happening. For those of you who don't understand the concept of the Hunger Games, this is a, a movie series that came out not too long ago, um, describing a society whereby all the districts, the 12 districts, were, were only there. They existed. Their entire livelihood involved providing for all the needs of the super elites. And finally, one day they woke up, but the Hunger Games are here. Remember that uh, the doomsday Dr. Fauci predicted another, another very dark winter, and this is not based on a virus. Although he might hint that we're facing a dark winter because what, 20% of the, the United States population, 20 to 25, has not yet been vaccinated. And he is claiming that unless everyone is vaccinated, we will face another dark winter. But look at what is bringing on the dark winter. It has nothing to do with vaccination status. It simply has to do with things like disruption of our food supply and disruption of uh, of the essentials of human life. We have supply shortages like we've never experienced before. Now, this is not something, uh, I know that people are claiming it's resulting from bottlenecks and things like that, but why is it happening? Is this just um, some screw up in the system? Well, I don't think so. I believe fully that this is very much a part of the plan of this coup. And what can we expect? Well, we can expect nothing more or nothing less than a further destruction of the economy. Look at what we are now facing with the illegal vaccine mandates. We have people who are protesting that every single day. And in fact, right now, um, the Mayo Clinic, which has gone woke, completely drunk the Kool-Aid, uh, has decided that they will now fire 18 or excuse me, 8,000 uh, of their employees because they will not take the vaccine. So the plan is for them to be terminated. Um, and then what? Well, we've already seen the destruction of medicine uh, completely because it is all about money. 
It is all about taking down America. The sharks are circling the boat. Look, if we look externally, ignore for a second the domestic enemy that is determined to take us down. Look at Russia. Russia has been pretty silent. They have been granted, thanks to the Joe Biden regime, the opportunity to grow filthy rich on oil, something that was actually containing them very well in the days of President Donald Trump. But now we have shut down our pipeline. Russia is therefore thriving. You can expect that we'll be paying $10 a gallon for gasoline before too long. And Russia will benefit from that. Russia is seeing the conflict between the United States and China, and Russia is smiling. And they are silently waiting for their opportunistic time to rise again. And then we do have another shark circling the boat, and it's a big shark. It is China, the global expansionist. The CCP is determined to have domination of the world economy, to become the dominant world power and to spread the horrors of communism to the entire world. The good Chinese people keep on warning us about this. They want America to thrive as a free republic and they are worried. You could say that the good people, the freedom-loving people of the world are experiencing the sum of all fears, which is the sleeping American giant. Another shark lurking around the boat and circling the boat is the new Dr. Doom. We have Fauci recently has been accused of tormenting puppies, dogs, beagles, with some horrendous types of torture, for what reason? What does it accomplish? Now, these are just dogs, but we must remember that Fauci has been instrumental in killing people for experimentation uh, with HIV in the past. And Fauci is, in fact, instrumental in implementing the current genocide from the fabricated, man-made, patented coronavirus that was released from the Wuhan lab. Remember, this was a virus that did not infect humans until it was genetically modified. And along with that, as part of the plan, came the so-called vaccine, the new technology the experimental technology that is now being used in the global laboratory where human beings are the experimental animals. And look at the impact that it has had. Yes, I would have to say that Dr. Fauci is the kingpin of the genocide movement. He is front and center supporting the Bill Gates Foundation. And Bill Gates, another shark circling the boat, is nothing more than a benevolent murderer. He is instrumental in killing off the, uh, a significant number of the world population. That is his stated goal. How can we ignore that? I don't know. We have another shark 
that is circling the boat, and that is Barack Obama. He is likely the puppet master. And how many people are he and the Clintons and others influencing? We are flooded with hippos, rhinos, and other low-life forms in all government agencies that are fat and content in serving the evil beasts who are trying to destroy us. These are all people who are doers of evil, even though they don't appear as evil on the surface. We are suffering also from a Supreme Court that seems to be riddled with justices who are living in fear. Why? Because they've been threatened. Have their families been threatened? But suddenly, even the Supreme Court justices are not upholding the supreme the, the the supreme rule of our land which is the constitution are these people willfully ignorant are they just living in fear why are they allowing this to happen i consider that we what we are faced with right now is a three strikes in your out policy we have a terrible triad that is leading to American slavery right now. And the number one uh, element of that triad is voter fraud. Now, we have to really think about that because voter fraud, if not corrected, uh, means the end of the American free republic. We are done for. We continue, secondly... The second element of the terrible triad is the open borders. If we do not contain our borders, then we will be overwhelmed with all kinds of people who are uninvited, unwelcome, and not likely to be good citizens. There are many criminals who are being sent to America simply because they know that they can enter without any threat or repercussion. And what is the third element of the terrible triad? You know, I struggled with this. Is it the Obama takedown saga? Because everything that Obama did during his presidency was to strengthen our enemies and to weaken the American people, the American nation. Or is it just what I would call coronamania, where they have weaponized medicine, put people into fear and confusion, and I believe that continues to this day. But whatever the third element of the triad is, it is definitely at work and very, very effective. We see that very thing happening. Our enemies are becoming stronger every day, and the good American people who are turning the wheels of America to make it work are becoming more and more powerless every single day. Let's take a look at the weakening of America. Look at what's really happening. What is happening with employment? Well, unemployment is rising severely. We have fewer jobs because the minimum wage has been escalated. We have fewer jobs because the government, in the wake of the, the so-called um, corona mania um, impact, uh, we were, people were offered money by the government to not work. 
there were compensations given to businesses that were thriving and those that really needed the money did not receive it. But a lot of people were, uh, were given the okay to stop working and to be funded by the government. And so they have become lazy. And so for that reason too, unemployment is rising. We are seeing a declining work ethic. Well, who do you think they're going to hire for jobs when businesses become desperate, as they already are, by the way? Well, what we have is a whole bunch of illegals who would be more than eager to work, and they will likely replace these people, even if they're not qualified. We see the weakening of America through inflation, the cost of food Clothing, gas, raw materials, everything involving and affecting the cost of living is now rising rapidly. We see bare essentials that are becoming luxury items. They are, are becoming rare and so expensive that we can't even afford them. The threats against us initially were subtle, but they are becoming increasingly more bold. What we're hearing now is, come on. Now, we don't hear, uh, you know, would you please comply? Would you please lock down, shut down your business, wear your mask? All these things that mean nothing, that have not affected the outcome of the pandemic whatsoever. But now we're hearing, you will obey me and you will ignore the Constitution just as we are doing. The time will come when more and more Americans will start going to bed hungry. We will begin to worry for want of essentials because the want, the need for essentials will increase as resources become more scarce. And as illegal immigrants receive preferential treatment, guarantee of freebies like health care, housing, food and clothing, they are receiving rewards for invading our country and for beckoning the call from our Marxist, socialist, communist regime. In effect, the functional Americans are being treated and classified as third-class citizens. They are followed behind the elites and even behind the illegal immigrants, both of whom contribute little or nothing actually to the good of America. And when I say functional American, I'm talking about the working class taxpayer, you and me, those of us who are doing what we do to make America functional. The conclusion of the entire coup against America can be summed up in two words. You lose everything. You lose all your wealth. You lose your health. You lose all freedom, all happiness. Did you hear the words of Biden recently? Come on, man, freedom? What do you mean freedom? What are you talking about freedom for? What is he saying? We are taking it from you and there is nothing you can do about it. And they want you to believe that. And if you believe that, then the great American giant will continue to sleep. In the communist socialist mind, freedom, remember, freedom is a liability and a threat. Their pitch is very simple. Get with the times. Follow the new normal. We're in the middle of a pandemic, so they say. 
We have Fauci, and he knows what's best for you. Your government is just trying to take care of you. And if we believe that, we will continue our dormancy. Because every single day, we lose just a little bit more. And we will continue to lose more and more freedoms until one day we will have nothing left to lose because the government wants it all. Now, that sounds pretty discouraging, and I am not really a discouraging type of person. I'm uh, very much um, a patriot who wants to see things change and who refuses to accept an evil that is progressing. And we actually have seen a little bit of a stirring of the giant just recently. For example, Liberty Council has filed a class action lawsuit against Joe Biden and his regime on behalf of the military members, federal employees, and federal civil contractors who are being oppressed by the forced jabs. This is a good thing. But let me ask you, do you think this will stop them? Do you think that a class action lawsuit will stop them? We have another great movement in America, and from what I understand, they are currently joining up uh, with another agency. Uh, this is called the Convention of States, and their action is to seek uh, to save America and make America free again by taking a constitutional act to revise the Constitution. But will that work? Well, I'm really not sure, because if the other side, the enemy, is completely ignoring the Constitution, then how are we supposed to modify the Constitution? I think that the potential for this happening is uh, very sketchy. I'm not sure that they will succeed if they are able to get enough people to actually call a convention of states. But we have other promising things happen. Uh, recently, the Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton has been taking a stand against abortion, and he is defending the state's authority to protect innocent human life in the womb. Uh, why is this new abortion law controversial? Think about that. When is murder ever justified? And remember, capital punishment is not murder. When we punish criminals according to the government institution, that is a direct instrument of God. That is not murder. But the taking of an innocent human life in the womb is absolutely murder. So uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton is doing a good thing. But do you think it will change anything? Will it change the views of the left? Not likely. But we still have more stirring of the giant. President Trump's America First Policy Institute is now uh, in existence, and it is there to promote the Make America Great Again movement and to eliminate the rhinos, you know, those Republicans who are faking it, who are really Democrats. And the more I think about it, the more I believe that there are a great many rhinos who are still in the closet. But is President Trump's America First Policy Institute a good thing? Yes, it is a good thing. Will it work? Well, it's not going to work if voter fraud continues to be alive and well. And is voter fraud still alive and well? Yes, it is. Look at what's happened in Arizona after the entire audit. Has anything changed? 
so far with voter fraud? Nothing that I can think of. I don't feel reassured going into the 2022 election yet. Oh, we have the debut of a truly uncensored platform coming also called Truth Social Platform to be introduced in the first quarter of 2022 by President Trump. I'm excited about this. Will this be a MAGA command post? Will it be a means of actually being able to finally communicate the truth? Well, I hope so. What effect will it have, though, at empowering a patriot army? Because a patriot army is what we really need. Will it reach the many millions of the uninformed sheep, the people who just don't seem to understand what's going on? Well, we have no idea about that. And we have to remember that Trump derangement syndrome is still real and very alive and well. And right now, many people are also quitting their jobs rather than taking the dangerous jab. This inoculation is nothing more than an experiment. And the accumulating medical evidence tells us that this is a very dangerous inoculation and it can and likely will get worse the more time that lapses. But some people are actually quitting their job saying, I've had enough. I will not follow this. And uh, some people will not even try to seek a, a medical waiver or a religious waiver. They're saying, no, I am protected by the constitution. I will not seek a waiver to protect my job. And I admire those people. They are true patriots. Some are still caving in to the illegal mandates and they're giving in because they want security over a principle. They choose cowardice over bravery and slavery over freedom. Now, it's very easy for me to say that, but if I were uh, threatened with the loss of a job and livelihood and no other options, well, what would I do? Well, maybe I would cave too. And so we cannot judge these people harshly. We don't know everyone's circumstances, but we are being put into that position and that angers me. However, the number of, of patriots who are actually now taking some kind of appropriate action is on the rise. The question is, will that be enough? Well, we're going to take a short break and I will return to further discuss the sum of all fears, the sleeping American giant. Don't go away. Be right back. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep can be infuriating. Your mind races. You toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's digital age makes it even harder. You're not alone with this struggle. Poor sleep affects over 70% of Americans. Even the Centers for Disease Control label insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. To take back your sleep, Healthy Cell has created REM Sleep, the only sleep supplement made to support all four stages of human sleep with calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support delivered in a patent-pending, pill-free, ultra-absorption microgel formula that tastes great. Fall asleep, stay asleep, 
sleep deeply and wake up refreshed with Healthy Cell's REM sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. There was a time when Americans could rely on the Fourth Estate. Now, in these challenging times, the media is both reckless and complicit. AmericaOutloud.com. Top analysis from leading experts, articles, podcasts, video, and 24-7 talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve Latulip, your host on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Today I'm discussing the sum of all fears in our present time, which is not a threat of nuclear war, although that is still always and ever a possibility, but the real sum of all fears is a sleeping giant. And now that we are, what, some two years uh, uh, into a pandemic, uh, almost two years into a pandemic, uh, we have seen no change whatsoever uh, with any, with regard to any benefit or gain in quelching this pandemic. And that's because we are living under a perpetual pandemic that is being propagated, propagated intentionally um, by the leaders of our rogue government. We have had signs of a stirring giant. We are seeing more rebellions uh, against this corruption. We are seeing a revolution take place in other countries, but America has been very much a sleeping giant and very slow to act. I am hoping that the current signs of stirring of the giant may be leading to something bigger. The question is, with the current actions that we are taking uh, to try and um, so-called hold the line, uh, will it be enough? Will taking a stand against something like abortion accomplish what we set out to do? Now, fighting abortion is a very good thing. It is the right thing to do. But will it actually change the mind of Planned Parenthood or any so-called Democrat? I doubt it. I really doubt it. I don't see that happening because it has not lowered their resistance yet. They dig in. They get more entrenched the more that we try to oppose them. We have seen some civil disobedience, and civil disobedience works very well for a focused wrong. But is it enough to thwart an all-out coup? Well, I don't know. If the only issue facing us were masking, for example, well, fine. I have refused to wear a mask. I have never worn a mask unless I was in a surgical suite cutting on a patient. Is there harm in wearing the mask? Yes, prolonged wearing the mask is harmful, both physically and psychologically. And I treated the adverse effects of masking in my clinic previously. So if you disobey, 
and not accept the, and then be willing to actually accept the consequences of disobedience because you believe something is wrong. Well, then civil disobedience certainly has its place, but is it enough? More recently, we're hearing uh, the chant, hold the line. That was the chant of the New York Police Department, for example, and the Fire Department of New York and other city workers who were protesting the illegal mandates in general. But this is still a defensive posture. When you say hold the line, it means we're not giving in anymore. We are going to hold our position. But it is a defensive posture. It's in, in, in one sense a a unified civil disobedience, and it makes it more powerful than individual defiance, but is it enough? Truthfully, I don't think so. What will it actually take to end the tyranny? Has anything that we've done worked so far? Have we gained any ground anywhere? To date, try to name one thing that we have actually changed in favor of ensuring our liberty, on restoring the old normal. I don't see that we've made any progress at all. You know, maybe we've had a few small wins here and there, but they all seem to be defensive wins. And defensive wins is not progress. The threat of communism is ever before us. We really have not changed anything. We have a very important election coming up in about a year. And if voter fraud is not tackled, then we are assured of defeat in this war. They know they have cheated in the voting system. We know they have cheated in the voting system. We have exposed them. Are any of the kingpins of voter fraud in prison yet for treason? No. Do you think that there will be some put in prison soon? I certainly do have my doubts, serious doubts. Now, in Oregon, Kate Brown recently passed a new gun law, SB 554, and this states in some that all guns have to be locked up at all times unless it's directly being used or on your person. There is a $500 fine per violation. Now, is this not an infringement of the right to keep and bear arms? Was this, was this bill passed, this law passed, uh, in the interest of gun safety? Do you really think so? Or might it be to make guns less readily available? I mean, how is Kate Brown going to know whether or not I have my guns locked up in my home? Are they going to come in and inspect us uh, with surprise visits uh, to determine if we are abiding by her rules? How does she know who has guns? And what is this really all about? Well, I would assure you, it's not for good. It is disregard the Constitution. The question of what purpose was this bill passed into a law, what was it supposed to accomplish? Well, it's answered immediately when you consider the source. It isn't at all uh, a negligent um, aspect 
of our government if we say that you no longer have a right to own arms or to keep them according to the Constitution. But Americans are being severely oppressed one step at a time. If the right to keep and bear arms really is a right, then why do we even have all the gun laws? Why not just punish criminals, really punish the criminals who abuse the guns? Because criminals are not really their concern. You, the free, armed, law-abiding American citizen, are the real concern. And that should concern you greatly and me greatly and yet the American giant continues to doze off in a slumber and not even paying attention to what these liberal governors like Brown are doing to us. See, if they chip away at things long enough, then gradually people give up and just accept it. And they know that. The left is very patient. They are very calculated. They are very intelligent. They are not crazy. But whether it's censorship, you know, which is a free speech uh, violation, First Amendment, or it's lockdowns, which is really a Fifth Amendment violation, the uh, right to, to freedom, uh, to happiness, yeah, life and liberty, um, you know, when those things are being taken from us, then we suffer. When we see open borders and we see our own nation not protecting itself from from attack, from assault, from outsiders, we are being dismantled. And now we have these vaccine mandates. Whatever you want to think about, whatever is going on, we have an out-of-control government doing this, and the government, every one of these actors are performing illegally. They are unconstitutional, unethical, immoral, and they are enslaving the American population. So, you know, whether you like it or not, the truth is with all the whining that we might do and complaining, be it on social media or otherwise, we can go on and whine uh, until we are blue in the face. And do you really think it matters to them? No, it doesn't matter a bit. Well, isolated civil disobedience thwart the government in their pursuit to conquer a servile, weak-minded population? No, I don't believe it will. Will individual or even class action lawsuits really avail us any justice and relief from this onslaught of lawlessness that now burdens us? I don't think so. I do have a federal lawsuit pending against the Oregon Medical Board because they illegally suspended my license for treating COVID patients and for not masking. Imagine that. My federal lawsuit is scheduled for July 12, 2022. I have a strong case. I may benefit, and rightly so, from a win. And if I do, will I have accomplished anything? Do you think it will change the Oregon Medical Board from persecuting other doctors? And they have persecuted hundreds and hundreds of doctors. Will my win change anything? Well, I really don't know. See, the unfortunate thing is that power does corrupt greatly. And I must either hurt them or convert them in order to change them. That's the only way that I am going to get them to change. Either I destroy them or I try to convert them. 
change their hearts. I already did that in over a week of hearings. And despite all the science I presented, despite the, the appeal to um, an oath as a physician, which they should also uphold, despite everything I did, despite all my reasoning, trying to reason with them to reach their heart, I accomplished nothing. See, evil people have no desire to reason. They are not interested in science. They are not interested in truth. They are not interested in law or in the Constitution. President Trump has lawsuits against social media giants. Will he win? Do you think he will hurt them enough to cause them to change? Has he not already tried to convert them in the same way that I tried to convert the Oregon Medical Board? I don't think so. Unfortunately, I believe that resistance and defiance and even civil disobedience will not change the hearts of men who are bent on evil. Only God can do that. And some people will simply refuse to be chained. Changed. People reject God. And that's exactly why war happens. Sometimes wars must be fought simply because we live in an evil world. A just war is not an evil war by any means, but war is always a tragedy. It always claims a heavy toll on lives. But isn't that what we're seeing right now? I have stated repeatedly that we are at war and people are dying. Millions of people across the globe are dying. Sometimes war is the price we must pay for our own folly, for our own laziness and our own choice to fall away from God. And perhaps that's what's happening right now. But sometimes war is the only means by which we can stop the enemy. And in particular, when we are being attacked, I really don't see any other option. And that's not really my opinion. This is simply a lesson from history that has been repeated time and time and time again, but we never seem to learn that lesson from history. War always does serve a purpose. And one purpose may simply be punishment of one or both sides. We have to admit that. But for those of you who are of the mindset, peace at any price, please realize that this is an illusion. If you are seeking peace at any price and, and think that yields any form of a peaceful life, then you're deceived. These are the very words of a sleeping giant. Now, in my own humanity, I have to contend that a sleeping giant truly is the sum of all fears. The toll it will take on this nation is unfathomable. I do firmly believe that if we were to be able to convert Americans through a great spiritual revival to return to God, to return to the Bible as our standard, then we could overcome any war. But what is the likelihood of that happening? What is the chance of that really taking place? I think it's really minimal at this point in time. 
But regardless of your perspective or your worldview, if you're not concerned about the way your government is treating you as a free American, where we are being attacked every single day, then you are either asleep or you are grossly deceived. A couple of days ago, I saw a TikTok post uh, of Alec Baldwin. He looked like he was hung over. His eyes were very puffy. He was pale. He didn't look good. He looked like he was kind of hung over. And this TikTok post was actually uh, shot prior to his shooting mishap. But he stated in those few words, he said, this is most certainly a war. And then he makes reference to World War II, citing the sacrifices that were made to win the war of World War II. And then he clarifies, he says, we are at war with a virus. And he speaks with at least some degree of sincerity. If I was listening to this guy, not knowing what he was talking about, I would say that he is speaking from the heart. And this is simply an example of someone who just doesn't get it. Is he sincere? Well, maybe, but even if he is sincere, he is sincerely wrong. He is a fool of fools. He insulted our military veterans. He had then accused the unvaxxed Americans of being selfish, unwilling to sacrifice their freedom. His delusion was readily evident by stating we are at war with a virus. That is exactly what the left communist regime wants us to believe so that they can overtake us, divert the attention to a virus, and then they can have their way with us. In my opinion, there's another word for willful ignorance, and I call it stupidity. There is no cure for this disorder. Nothing short of an act of God can change these kind of people. Did you hear Rand Paul's recent warning to Americans? He said, be afraid of your government. Rand Paul said this. Now, Rand Paul recently has been doing some things that are pretty good. He has challenged Fauci like no other. <clears throat> he has contended for the Constitution. And he has done a pretty good job exposing evil. But he said, be afraid of your government. Now, that threw me. Really? Be afraid of your government? I'm sorry, Rand Paul, but that is misguided. We should fear no one but God. And we should especially not fear our government, who is supposed to be a government of the people, for the people, by the people. And this is exactly why we are losing the war, because we are being told to be afraid of your government. Are you afraid of your government? Change the view. Our reaction to our fetid, corrupt, morally defunct government ought to be righteous anger. Rand Paul should have said, be angry at your government. I recently, while I'm here in Arizona, got a haircut uh, from a barber who was from Russia. And... We were speaking and I was listening to him and he was shaking his head as he called Americans weaklings and fools. His words actually angered me as he was talking about it because everything he said sounded very much to me like truth. And here we are in the middle of a communist coup in progress and we throw our arms up 
with minimal resistance. And I don't understand that. The fact that Fauci still breathes, Fauci, a genocidal maniac who has done cruel experiments on dogs, on monkeys, and on people. I mean, cruel experimentation. And he is still alive and roaming the streets. How can this be in America? If you aren't yet actively engaged in fighting this war against our constitution, then may I ask you why? Don't you have parents? Do you have siblings and children of your own? What are they going to reap from our inaction? Have you not reaped the goodness of our free land, grateful for those who suffered and died to give us the liberty that we have enjoyed? Have you noticed that this does not even like America anymore? I used to leap for joy after returning to my homeland after being deployed for military deployments overseas. But right now, I feel that same gut-wrenching tension of oppression that I felt in other countries, northeast, south, or west, whatever direction I went in the world, there was no place like home. America was truly a land of the free, and it was fully defended by the brave. America doesn't feel the same anymore because America is not the same anymore. Think about it. Children being born today are never going to know the greatness of America, the fresh air of freedom, because we have been too weak, too blind, too foolish, too lazy, and too comfortable to do anything to preserve our liberty. If we don't get off our behinds and assemble an army of true warriors to fight this seditious war that is now raging, then war will likely end as quickly as it started. We will be a communist nation soon, and we will experience all the hell that goes with it. And if that happens, well, then I would have to agree with the Russian barber. We deserve our fate. See, in Russia, if you disagree in any way, you take a bullet to the back of the head. In America, they haven't pointed guns at us yet, but we're still silent. What we don't need is more social media whiners. We're censored. It doesn't do any good, remember? We don't need more protesters who are saying, oh, don't make this political. Don't make it political. It's about the vaccine. It's about medicine. There is nothing more foolish and nonsensical than that. We don't need more politicians, even like Jim Jordan and Dr. Paul Rand or Rand Paul, who are doing a good job at exposing the evil, but not doing anything beyond that. We need people of action. And so if you're an American citizen who has actually reaped the benefits of living free, then you owe something to your country. You are beholden to fight for your country. This war will not be won in a doctor's box. We have to get out of our little boxes. I am an American citizen. As a physician, I did all I could to heal the sick and suffering. As a soldier, having served a career in the military, I eagerly served to defend our people from foreign invasion. As a preacher, I zealously evangelized and taught the word of God. But let me tell you, as an American patriot, I guarantee you 
I will stand to fight this domestic enemy alone if I must, so that others will have the privilege of healing the sick, protecting our borders, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. If it's war that they want, and they most certainly do, then war they shall have. Now is the time to act, and now is the time to act with boldness and offensively. We can't just hold the line. If we don't take out the kingpins, then they will take us out. And if that happens, then we do deserve our fate. The sleeping giant needs to be aroused from sleep. And when this happens, it'll be the sum of all fears for the enemy because the giant will be aroused. And when the giant decides to fight, we shall have a victory, a righteous victory. We need to unite. We need to proceed with an offensive plan, and we need to act now. You're listening to Dr. Steve LaTulip on Unity Without Compromise with America Out Loud Talk Radio. I speak simply to sharpen your senses to help you realize that what we are doing, we must do with the intent of winning this war. May it be so. May you live today and through the rest of this week with the purpose of change. Do what we must and America will survive. Awaken the giant with me. Until next week, adieu.